Hi, Dr. Eric Westman here with another episode of Learn with Dr. Westman. Today's episode is a recent study that says dietary fat is bad. Well, you can resurrect this video every six months or so because there will be more studies saying dietary fat's bad and, and there have been many before that have said dietary fat is bad and I don't believe them and I'll tell you why. So years ago, I was introduced to this high-fat diet by a couple of my patients. I'm an internist and I work at Duke University. I was working at the Durham VA hospital at the time. And they did this very high-fat diet. It was called Atkins at the time. And you know, I didn't know much about nutrition. I definitely didn't hear of the Atkins diet before, but they clearly did it and lost weight. And one of the gentlemen was eating steak and eggs pretty much all day, he said. That's all he ate. And I thought to myself, this goes against everything that I've been taught. Remember, this for me is 24 years ago now. And so like most doctors who hear about it now, they're skeptical or hear about it for the first time. They're skeptical. How can you eat all this fat? We know fat is bad. Well, I knew at least in this context of, of a weight loss diet uh, called the Atkins diet that you could lose weight and all of the parameters look good. In fact, their cholesterol levels looked fine. Anyway, you, you, you chopped it up. Uh, so I started doing research and uh, the studies that we did were, were finding what Dr. Atkins had found, not what other people had predicted. And it turns out, you know, over the, the years, Dr. Atkins was right that in a, a, at least in a certain metabolism of insulin resistance, eating high fat diets with low carb can be very healthy. So that's the first thing you need to know is what is the context of the statement high fat diets are bad or eating fat is bad. You see, we've been taught for well a generation of doctors now, we're taught that eating fat was bad without hard evidence of that happening. Hard evidence meaning prospective studies, meaning clinical trials, the kind of research that you would expect before a drug company starts selling a product or marketing it in the US. They have to go through the hoops, do the clinical trials before a drug is allowed to be marketed. So there are some regulations about what you can say about medications. There are no regulations about what you can say about food. It's a sad state of affairs. I wish it wasn't this way, but that's the way it is. And so actually the idea that fat in the diet was bad was not based on sound science by today's standards. Um, if you really want to know the deep dive into this, Gary Taubes' book, that's T-A-U-B-E-S, Good Calories, Bad Calories. Gary Taub has written many books on this topic now, but that was the first one and really the one that um, went over all of the science in great detail up until about, I think, 2004 or so. Then Nina Teicholz wrote a book, The Big Fat Surprise. These are both investigative journalists. It's, it's pretty amazing that, uh, that these were non-scientists writing. And it, it kind of makes sense because scientists get biased in a certain, with a certain opinion of looking about things. So Nina Teicholz's book picks up the story uh, and carries it forward, I think, to about 2010. So if you want to really read about how the science about eating fat is not solid, I refer you to those books. Um, I remember seeing the the first paper at a meeting about 2010 or so, where the uh, 
research being presented was showing that eating fat was fine. It was going against all of the guidelines, and it was a, a well-respected group. They ended up doing what's called a meta-analysis, meaning a study of studies. So that one study might say eating fat is bad, another one would say it's not bad, and, and you could fight little studies or you line them all up and, and see what the averaging of all of these things are to get better resolution of whether it really is bad. So I, I was kind of primed for the idea that eating fat might not be bad by scientific research right around the year 2010. Uh, so today, what I see is that nutritional epidemiology, that weak science. Let's say you ask someone what they're eating, you follow them forward, and, but you don't go home with them and see what they eat. You, you actually don't ask them what they're eating very frequently, and then you find out whether they have a problem or not. And the problem with nutritional epidemiology is you can often see what you want to see and measure things in ways that are not able to make you be able to tease out, really, was it the carbs or was it the fats? Because you might have a hamburger, for example, and that's called a high-fat food, when actually there are carbohydrates in the bun of the hamburger. So this is where the, unless you're doing a prospective study and really tearing apart what's inside the, under the hood of what people are eating, for example, or even better yet, a study where you put people in a hospital or a residential area and feed them and know exactly what they're eating, you, you really have to be careful about those studies where you're talking uh, and getting what people tell you uh, that they're eating. So the definition of a low-carb diet in these nutritional epidemiology studies is most commonly under 30% of the daily calories. To me, that still is a rather high-carbohydrate diet. So you always want to look at the not the percent of carbohydrates uh, of the daily calories, but you want to look at the number of grams of carbohydrate in the diet of that individual or, or group. And so if you look at the grams of carbohydrate, if someone's eating 30% carbs, they might be eating 100, 150 grams of carbohydrate. And the powers that be are saying that's a low carbohydrate diet. Well, that doesn't separate out the lower carb people eating a low carb diet, like under 100, 100 or under 50 grams per day, or the one I teach to get maximal fat burning, a keto diet is actually under 20 or 30 total carbs per day. These are all lumped together with people eating 100, 150 grams per day. Now, why that's important is that there are metabolic changes that occur in that area of going from 70, 60, 50, 40, 30, 20 grams of carbs per day, including going into metabolic ketosis, which is just maximal fat burning. There are also things that change in terms of inflammation, and ketones can have an anti-inflammatory effect. So to lump all of these people together and say, ah, those low-carb, high-fat people, as defined by under 30% of carbs per day, is bad, so don't do it, is a mistake. It, it's really not telling you the, the detail about people who are eating what I teach. So what I see from clinical trials going forward in obesity treatment and diabetes treatment and now in clinical care, treating thousands of people at Duke over the last 15 years in a clinical setting, is that people get better, not worse. And, and there's a difference between 50 grams and 20 grams per day. And to lump all of these people together and say, therefore, it's bad is really a mistake. 
it's a uh, lumping everyone together when when there are nuance there are changes that are very different even from 100 grams a day to 50 grams a day to 20 grams a day so beware or be um, forewarned now to always look at the methods section and you know um, be careful about just reading the title people will see what they want to see right even the methods in the abstract often that's all that's provided for free might not tell you the detail that you want to get to so when i see a paper a research paper i always go to that method section first and see well how many grams not only were they taught to have how many grams of carbohydrate per day did they actually have there's one classic paper that's cited all over done at a major academic uh, university in the u.s and they said that they taught people to eat a certain level of carbs but they didn't achieve that in the methods they didn't actually get them to that and that was called a low carb diet and they weren't actually able to carry out what they intended to do so that's really important to see what the actual carb consumption was and fat consumption um, so the, the major metabolic change uh, that's happening is you're burning fat in a couple of papers that really should get more airtime, I mean, more, more public attention, uh, the more you go down on the carbs, the more your body's burning fat, and actually the fat in the bloodstream is lower, even though you're eating more fat, and it's because you're burning it. So the, the metabolism, I mean, I don't know how a cell phone works. I, I use it and, and I do, you know, I can take pictures on it and use it as a phone. I, I don't use a cord phone anymore or a flip phone and and uh, uh, it's I mean it's okay if you do but so you don't have to know all of the details about the metabolic changes that occur when you do a low carb or keto diet or or you can we'll we'll teach you to your satisfaction uh, just uh, be very careful to not lump together and and uh, there's so many people that say it's bad for for other reasons they don't want you to eat meat they they um, fear the uh, f the fat in the food, which is an unfounded fear. Uh, so um, I, I'm not persuaded by these other studies that are saying eating fat is bad. In fact, the low carb science is so strong now, so many clinical trials that it's really you know it's the um, the burden of proof is on the people who are saying that it's bad to prove it. Because these other types of studies, epidemiology studies, observational studies, are not sufficient to show that these types of diets, which, which have a metabolic change, uh, are bad. It would be like saying we studied everyone on Earth, and so therefore people on the moon are going to be behaving in a certain way. The gra but the gravity is different. You know, you, that's kind of obvious. So the metabolic situation is very different on a keto diet. And these other studies really don't show that eating fat is bad. And, and I, I'm going to say, you know, prove it to me with the people who are really eating a keto diet that a keto diet is bad, eating fat is bad, uh, because the, those studies don't exist. And I, I don't think it's going to happen unless you're doing a kind of weird version of a keto diet. You want to be sure you're getting great teaching. Uh, follow someone who, who has done the diet for the same reason that you want to do it. Uh, often you can get down different pathways because the person who's teaching you didn't have diabetes to fix or didn't have a weight loss journey. Um, and, um, uh, be, you know, I will be the first one to talk about the fat 
is bad study that is really worth looking at because I want to be sure that you know as first you know as, as soon as I know and I go to my meeting saying have you learned anything to make it so I shouldn't teach my people this my, my tribe my, my patients and um, the scientists are saying that we haven't learned anything yet to say it's bad so don't fear eating the fat I'm Dr. Eric Westman I hope that's helpful be sure to you know, subscribe ring the notification bell so you don't miss out and then you know why not share with a friend or relative because this is a grassroots movement